It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino Elliott Shore Parks. James Seltzer with you as we had another day of training camp. Not to mention, I mean, in all honesty, let's start where it's most important. If you're not watching on YouTube, you are missing out. You are missing out big time. Because we have beautiful helmets here. We got Kelly helmets Green, now. Look at this. Elliott Shore Parks just coming in with a box with the Kelly Green. Yes. like, bang. This Kelly is your Green. first time seeing the Kelly Green in person. Yes. You were impressed. Not as impressed as I was. Well, I was expecting a little like, more. Wow, how amazing is it that? It looks great in person. I was like, first of all, you already sent me a picture of it. I did. Second of all, I grew up with this. Like, this is not True. my first time seeing True. the Kelly Green helmet. True. It is actually like my instinctual connection to yes. those as a child. So, well, it's interesting. But yes, it is a beautiful, beautiful. Helmet. So, it is an authentic helmet. I've had it for a few days in my house now. I've been around helmets like I'm in the locker room, but I've never <laughs> Hold like on, real quick. Yeah, just the sentence. I've been around helmets. No big deal to me. I've been around That's a helmet. Or two. Yeah, yeah. It is wild. These protect like when you hold it in your hand, it's not like this super some. You know, it surprises me. It protects them as long. Well, yes, this is said by. It someone, feels like a bit of a toy. This like, is it's said, not. But this is said by someone who did not play football very clearly. Clearly, because you know yeah. what it feels like feels like a football helmet yeah i don't know it's, it's it's lighter than i expected but the color is beautiful it's a gorgeous helmet yes and uh hopefully it does protect our guys out there obviously you know what's a, a very annoying thing Ooh, well i mean ten thousand things just entered my mind yes Tell me. yes so we need a key card to get into the office oh, yes. yes understandable yeah. safety all those things yeah, it makes all the sense do you ever things. have something where it's like you just always it's not that you lose it for good, but I like, I had it, then I misplaced it, and then I needed it, and I couldn't find it, and then it's here, and then it's there. There's just no worse feeling than running around your house when you can't find so something. So I feel like such an idiot. You're like, it has to be somewhere. So yes, I've definitely had that experience. 
never with anything as important as my work badge. Like, you love your work badge, well, I will I, say. What I do is I use it and then right. I put it in my backpack and it's there. I swear that's what I do. Every single day. I leave the garage. I use my whole thing to beep out of the garage and then yeah. I put it right in my bag. Like immediately. Every yeah. single day. And you know where it always is? It's always in my backpack. And I, I never need- I never worry about losing. Like the thing like keys, wallet, phone, AirPods, always on me at all times. So like in my pockets. And then Work badge, always in my bag. Anything else could be lost by me. Those things, never. You're very systematic with things. Yes. I think that's why you're a, a great producer. In a lot of ways. <laughs> but um, like, so I got this thing for my wallet. It's an Apple AirTag that mm-hmm. I put in there and I also put it in my luggage. And it is helpful, although it only can find my wallet if I'm within five feet of it. <laughs> <laughs> like so that? i'll just be walking around the house with like, my phone that is ridiculous. like i know because i'll be walking around the house with my phone <laughs> just, just like for for waiting for it to beep and then i'm like okay so now i'm close but i'm thinking about getting one for the uh for my badge if i ever okay. find it you could just put it in your bag you don't usually be, always bring a bag though you know i don't and the other issue is my backpack is broken it's tough i know it was i love the backpack so there's that and then sometimes i have like my my satchel thing yeah your little man purse but i was rushing from practice yes my purse i was uh, rushing from practice to here so i didn't want to hold you up i appreciate that because you did already hold me up a little bit i did yeah (laughs) yes Yes. well because i had to get the helmet it's all right i got to hang out with tucker we had a lovely time talking at the new studio look at this thing yeah it's just it feels very like hanging uh, out like i don't know if i can say the name of the rate like it feels like we're in like a like a cafe lounge or something. Ah, like I like this. Yeah, color. I could see that. We're the only ones that use this color. Like I feel like we should be doing a sit down interview of like, so James, tell yeah, me about like NPR you know? or something. Ex- yeah, I don't know. Is what you're say saying? Yeah. yeah, we can say NPR. Okay, it feels like NPR. Yeah, it's it feels like radio. KYW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KYW. It feels sure. like a KYW. Yeah, it feels like a well, Elliot. Exactly. Tell me. Yes. Also, I have well, a- you were practice today. <laughs> exactly how it feels. What yes. was it like down there? It is literally. Uh, obviously, I I talk on the radio you do it's my job of all the radio stations like those kinds are the ones that i could not fly at no not my 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 shtick doesn't work in well KYW. you're pretty good there you would just have to very I much would, do your... I have to really think hard and concentrate on talking very yeah. quietly and slowly you have a uh, a working man's excited voice yes i do which is perfect for this this field work, <laughs> this type of radio yes, we do. Yes, yes. Um, I have a final take for the end that's a built off of another one, but I feel so strongly about oh, it. Oh, I am excited. I love when we tease our final takes. Yeah, so I, like, I can't wait for yeah. your final take. Really right. looking forward to it. I got, well, I got multiple takes. I think I'm you might enjoy it more than my recap of Eagles practice. Oh, buddy. I'm curious All to right. get your opinion. Let's get this. into it. Well, I uh, so I was able to, uh, I was here, so brought a little inside baseball uh, talker before you get here. Everyone knows we're hanging out for yes. a while. Tucker's like, hey, what do you want to call it? I was like, don't care. I was like, Love Elliot, me. that is Elliot's yeah, my wheelhouse. Even when, even when I was like, Jack picks the titles, you pick the yep. titles. Like, I'm totally good. I have one, and Tucker knows about this. And it's all I care about is how it looks when it pops up. I care that the the first yes. letters are. I'm big on that too. Very weird. Jack likes to put commas in titles, which That's I lame. I hate. Yeah, like a comma without a period or or end of like an exclamation mm. word. It looks bad. How, can't tell you how many times I've said that. I feel very strongly yeah. about it. Uh, but I don't care much about the titles. But so as a result, uh, where I'm going with this, obviously, is is we got to hear you tell. Yes. So Tucker was like, I'm just going to call it this. And you're like, no, 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 no. I have a title. I have one. And knowing what the title on the YouTube is, sloppy practice, I assumed that we were going to come in and be like, they were awesome today. Just right. Crisp, tight. Yeah. So, 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 talk so here we are. Right. I understand it's nine days into practice. I, but I am starting to get worried 
about the coordinators. Oh, buddy. So Uh-oh. today at practice, there was a substitution issue on defense. It looked like they didn't really know what they were doing. Sean Desai himself has offered up that there was another time they've had substitution issues. Today, they were at the uh, link instead of the Novacare. They haven't said why yet. I do wonder, because like Sirianni had his headset on, Brian Johnson had his he- headset on, Sean Desai had his they headset on. They wanted to make it more They wanted to make a game situation. On Sunday night, they were at the link. Also a sloppy practice. They had refs there today. Maybe seven or eight flags thrown throughout the practice. Wow. There was a Derek Barnett moment. Shocker. It's always him. I, I saw this on Twitter. I saw people talking. Yeah. Like, what, what, so Derek Barnett. What is he doing? Yeah. Like, uh, it's always him in practice? Yes. Derek Barnett gets up. and Now, I will say Landon Dickerson knocked him over during the drill. You could argue, like, relax. But he gets up. He pushes him from behind. They throw the flag. But it's not just that. There is... False starts. There's defensive guys jumping offside. There's like substitution issues. There's like all types of things. It feels like the last three or four practices have been really sloppy. And the good news is it's just practice. And they have another month, I think, actually, maybe exactly a month till they play their till they play their first game. They have time. Sirianni is very good at working at issues. But when you watch it, when you looks like sloppy play and substitution things and play calling and like. I'm just, it might be a preview of what we're stepping into early in the season with the coordinators. Uh, All right. So, you know that, you know, we've, you know, done this many times. I'm not going to overreact to training camp, as you know, and you are, you are more prone to react to it than I am. I will say like of all the, of all the, this could be, and and again, we all know where I'm at. I I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not concerned about certain things, but if you, if you lay out the concerns that we all talk about, we'll do the concern shows on the radio, whatever, like linebackers yeah the schedule like this that uh, coming back after getting the super bowl and i'm gonna do it again of all of them the one that is the most like viable to me the most realistic is a real issue for this team is the coordinators like that's the one where i look at i'm like that is logical like teams don't lose both coordinators now obviously i don't think it's going to sink them i don't think it's going to be a major issue but of those issues it's the one that stands out to me the most is the most realistic i am Far less concerned about it on the offensive side of the ball for two obvious reasons, Nick and Jalen. Like, and and also the continuity on the mm-hmm. offense year to year. I think they'll figure it out. I'm not super concerned, especially with Jalen leading the show when it really matters and all that. The defensive thing is a little concerning though. Like, if you're gonna, you know, because it is a lot of new guys. Like they have yeah. new. It's not just the new coordinator. It's five new pieces in the starting lineup or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So, so, and guys and learn each other new staff, things and all that not stuff. Not just the coordinator. So yeah. I do think that, you know, that, that I'm not saying I'm concerned by it, but that is something to keep our eye on. Like, I want to make sure that defensively they are tight. They are crisp and yeah. all that. And look, we had Sean Desai on the morning show today. And you know, I've been a huge Desai guy, like super into it. We put it in the feed. If you want to listen to yeah. it, check it out. Like I wasn't super impressed from a, you know, he didn't come out. He actually, you would love it. He didn't come out and back. He kind of backed off his, we're going to be physical. We're going to be tough. Nice. So basically, it's going to be all about the opponent, this and yeah. that. But like, and look, I get it. Good for him. He didn't say anything. Like, yeah. it was like brick wall. Like, Joe kept joking throughout the show whenever something come up. Be like, well, don't ask Sean to say that question because he won't answer it. You yeah. know, it was like that kind of interview. And that's fine from coaches. But like, combined with hearing the, the issues on the defense day and the issues with sloppiness, it's like, all right, like, it, it just makes me step back and be like, he is a question mark. You know, well, Sean Desai so, is, is not something that we are, are sure about. We're as sure as I am about the other. So that I, I've been impressed by Desai at the podium. I do think the interview, and I would encourage people to listen to it in the feed. Like he's probably trying to say nothing. He was for sure. Very purpose. And he right. did a great smart guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he's know, definitely smart. But yeah. so, so today here's like a good example of kind of where I think both of us would fall on this. 
One is, so today they did situational drills where they started at like, you know, their own 35. And it was, if you got a first down, you kept going. If you don't, you're off the field. Make you take it. Yes. The offense, the first team offense, first two drives, three and out. The third one, they put them against a second team defense and it took them like 12 plays to get down the field. The third team offense had the most impressive drive of the day, in my opinion. So like, that's what I talk about when I mean sloppy. There's flags, there's incompletions. Like Jalen missed an easy throw today, he should hit. There's like short throws. There's not those big dynamic long throws. But at the very end of practice, there was a play that where you're like, this is how they can just overcome it. Jalen drops back. He hits A.J. Brown for about 40 yards down the field. And it's like, well, that was a lot easier than dinking and dunking down the field. <laughs> so at the end of the day, they are sloppy. They have been sloppy so far. But they have so much talent that, to your point, like I think they'll overcome. Like This team's not going to win five games. Right. Like the, the, major, the lowest they're going to win is, you know, barring injury. I don't know nine ten right so this is a team that is going to be really good but it's just when you watch them practice again like three and out three and out jalen missing throws flags and it's my opinion on this i believe they look sloppy and i'm sirianni's not told me this no one in the building has told me this i just think when i look at sirianni at practice I sense frustration from him. Like he's much well, like we you heard those and videos, me. the the get it perfect. We exactly early yeah. in camp. Yeah, so he's much like me in the way and you. Where like you can read our emotion a mile away. I can hide like, a thing. Right when I walk in the room, you can absolutely tell if I'm in a good mood or if I'm in a bad. No mood. doubt. And Sirianni will be 50 yards away from me on the field, and I feel like I can look at him and and just like sense how he's feeling. And I think moving it to the link, like he'll talk tomorrow. We'll find out the real reason. But I, he had the headset on. Like there. And there was a moment during practice today where it was a sloppy play. Sirianni's just kind of standing there. And Brian Johnson yells at the offense, like, what are you doing? Something like that. And it did. And I'm high on Brian Johnson overall. But it does make you realize, like, man, Shane Steichen might be a big loss. Just even not if, like, he's making amazing play calls. Just that he has experience doing it. Like, it felt like today's practice was, let's practice how to call plays in and, like, work on game day situation. And that's the, that's the downside of having big turnovers on the staff. Like if Sean, if Shane Steichen and Gannon were here, maybe Gannon's overrated and maybe Steichen doesn't matter, but at least they know operationally they have, you know, two years of experience doing it. They've been in a Super Bowl together. They've called plays. So like this staff is starting from day one, like, and it really, I think is highlighted so far in practice. I mean, Johnson's not starting from day one. He was in those meetings. He talked about it with us. He true, said he true. was, they were, Steichen was really cool about letting him sit with him, letting him kind of follow what he was doing, all that stuff. So I do think that, it's more Desai starting from yeah. from square one, so to speak. And look, I do think you know the fact that they've never done it is an issue. But again, to, to the point where nine practices in, and these are training camp practices, so they're not working. I think it was smart to go to the link. It's smart to get that done. On mm -hmm. I mean, they asked Desai today. Are you Jody Mack asked him, are you going to be on the field or in the in the the booth? A booth? And he's like, I don't know yet. And it's like we got to figure it out. Like, and it's yeah. like so. There's clearly a lot of like to your point, like logistical yes. operational things. That, but like, I trust. Nick Sirianni to figure this out. I mean, we saw it even in his first season when all these guys were brand new and none of them have done it before. I mean, it's like you have one year as an offensive coordinator, but yeah, and the size had one year, but not right. together. Gannon yeah. never been offensive coordinator. Steichen had one year, but not with him. And Sirianni had never been head coach before. And we saw the first, well, whatever it was, you know, six, seven, eight games, all time worst in penalties, you know, yep. all time sloppy. And they fixed it on the fly. Yep. Like, Sirianni fixed it. So, like, I have a lot of faith in Nick to fix these things and to be on top of these things. And I think that's partially why. The, he's been that way at practice with the get it perfect, with you being able to mm -hmm. read his emotions. Like all that, I think it's, it, I'm sure he knows he needs to get on top of this. 
I just trust him because of what we've experienced to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, and so I'd be very surprised if we're recording a pod in this beautiful studio with these beautiful helmets in week nine and we're still talking about them being sloppy. My concern is not long-term with this. My concern is if they're working on it now, and again, you should work on the things that you're not good at, right? This is why I don't like when they run quarterback runs in practice. It's like, A, you can't hit Jalen, and B, we know he's really good at it. I get you have to practice everything. But when you're struggling like this in practice, I do wonder like week one, full stadium, noise, like just, I think that there could be some definite growing pains for these coordinators. And and like I said, the talent might just override. I think it probably will. The talent is good enough where if there's a sloppy play on third down, Jalen escapes the pocket, AJ freelances, next thing you know, it's a 35 yard play. They didn't have Devontae today. Maybe that's part of it. Devontae was excused for personal reasons. Like there's a number of things that are going into this. I just... They don't look like a well-oiled machine. And you would think a team that is mostly returning all their starters on offense would look better, in my opinion. Now, Jalen had an awesome start to camp. So there's not been an all-camp problem. But remember, at the beginning of camp, we were talking about how Sirianni was yelling, and we loved mm -hmm. it, and I do. But now that like cute yelling story has turned into, okay, why is he yelling so much? And so the flags are starting to show more. Like There were three or four plays today. They didn't even blow dead because there were so many flags. They like had to run the reps. So... It just, uh, I'm excited to see what Sirianni says about it on Thursday because I did wonder, like, looking at him today, if this is a time where he maybe needs to, like, dig into him publicly a little. You know, like, say it's not been good enough. There are flags. Like, the Barnett play, prime example. I get it's not a game. I get that it's not, you know, actually the fourth quarter. But, dude, what are you doing getting up and pushing Dickerson over? Like, why? A, it's your teammate. What are you proving? And you know they're throwing flags. You know it's situational. They were doing, like, first, second, third. He gets up, runs up to him, and just pushes him from behind. And Barnett actually has had a good day. And he's been working his team up, uh, his way up from, like, third team to second team. Now he's getting first team reps. But it's just stuff like that. And then there was the play a few practices ago where Jalen didn't hand the ball to the ref. It was a situational play. There was Time was running out. He ran for a first down, didn't get it. So either did get it or didn't get it, but they were going to kick a field goal. And Sirianni got really mad at him because he just left the ball there. He didn't pick it up and give it to the ref so the ref could then spot it and like things would go quickly. So there's just little things like that. And again, it's practice. It's day nine. But, you know, what you do in practice matters. And, and the whole thing has been setting a tone of not being sloppy. And I'm just seeing a lot of little things that you didn't see with the team last I year. I get it. But again, like I, I just... I think this is somewhat expected with two new coordinators. I think if you went to a lot of camps around the league, even without new coordinators, you'd see a lot of sloppy yeah. football with certain teams. So, like, I just I can't overreact to it. Like, would I rather they were well machine? Sure, but again, it's it's early still. They they have two yes. new coordinators. The first time in twenty five years, twenty five years that a team has lost both coordinators in off season. It's not like you just come wait, in. Wait, day I'm one. just curious. First time in NFL. In 25 years. For the Eagles years. you're talking about. No, in 25 years that a team has lost both coordinators in the same In the entire team. league? That's what Dan Wilson said on wow. the air yesterday. And Dan's pretty good about checking that stuff up. So I would imagine that doesn't include, like, firings. You know, like, where, right. like, a whole no, no, new no. staff uh, No, 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 it's, it's losing coordinators to be head coaches, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's crazy. Is. Yeah, so... Well, that's not encouraging. No, I mean, that's... that's a real, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, so... Uh, but again, I also would not expect these guys to come in and be ready to roll day one. Like, I wouldn't yeah. expect it to be super crisp. Well, and I think that's, like, the, the fine line to walk where... I agree. Seeing this today does not make me think that they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Seeing this today doesn't make me think they won't be the one seed. But it does reinforce my belief that the start to the season could be more rocky than maybe people think. That's that's really it. Because, like, yes, they're working on it. They have a month to work on it. But it, it's going to be different in-game. 
Like there just is the the adrenaline, like all well, those. Things. But again, I think this is a group that is better in game than in practice. I mean, well, all we, of training I'm game talking last about the coordinators, year. though. Right, but yeah, I'm saying yeah. uh, the team itself yes. is better in games than in practice, and Jalen in particular is better in games than in practice, yeah. and he is the leader of it all. So, like, I get it. I just it, certainly offensively. Again, now defensively is a different story, but offensively, like. I'm putting my worry at 0% for them to be sloppy and not together. Like, zero. Like, that's okay. with all the guys returning, with Jalen leading it, like, zero. Defensively, I think that's a much more viable, realistic yeah. concern because of all the turnover, so, all the youth, and the new coordinator. Cam Jurgens did have a penalty today. Not the end of the world, but, like, that is on the offense side of the ball. I would say, for me, for my worry— Cam Jurgens had a penalty? Cool. Yeah, he yeah, did. I'm just, I'm not, I know. What is that? So what? <laughs> well, I'm saying you're, you're saying you don't have a concern about the offense. Like, they— like there's I'm a sure the offense, starter, I'm yeah. saying it's practice. I'm yeah. not concerned about the offense being sloppy in practice right now at all. I, Zero. Okay. Now so, the defense, that's something to monitor. Right. Moment. So I would say my worry level for the offense going into the season is like 10%. Yeah. Five, I'm 10%. Literally 0%. Right. Like actually zero. My worry. None. My, my worry concern meter for the defense would probably be like maybe 30, 35. Like I think their defensive line is so good. They're going to clean up a lot of mistakes. I agree. Jordan Davis had a really good day of practice again. He made a really good play against the run, got in the backfield, didn't tackle obviously because they weren't tackling, but he's been getting consistent pressure. Like I thought Sunday night, you know, we haven't recorded since Sunday night, Sunday night, they, he had a sack like in the game or the situational. So he's been much better. I think rushing the passer. Um, Nolan Smith continues to be awesome. Reddick's back taking first team reps. Sweat's been really good. So on defense, I think the defensive line will cover up a lot of mistakes. We haven't talked about the new linebackers. Yeah, we haven't talked about the new linebackers. Right. So that is that is one thing where I wonder if they're seeing they definitely need help there. I do think the, the well, again we all said they need help yeah. there. I mean, again after Nicobe, and again we don't know Nicobe. I believe in him, but like he's still a third round pick from last year. He's right. never really played in the NFL. And after him, it's literally nothing. Like, no one we can count on, no yeah. one we believe in. So, like, I'm not surprised at all. I expect them to make moves there. Well, and I like I like the signings for two reasons. One, they have a ton of experience, right? 171 games combined starters. Miles Jack is already getting first-team reps. Cunningham's working with the twos. N'Kobe's not back doing first-team reps yet. So, I think well, that's... he's hurt still, right? He's hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, he's not doing any reps. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, he's not back yeah, yeah, doing... Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He, uh, he's doing individual stuff. He's not doing back to taking right. team reps. So, uh, when he is... He will be a starter, I would assume. Mm -hmm. um, a good way to tell as an individual drill is they normally line up in the order of depth chart, and Nicobe's still number one. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so okay. I think Nicobe still has that job. Um, but I and like they're both versatile. They both have a ton of experience. So I do like the signings. There's an argument to be made. There's 90-man rosters in 32 camps. Why are they not in a camp yeah. at this point? But they're both veteran guys. I do wonder if maybe they're waiting, waiting for the right spot. I don't know. I haven't gotten the answer to this if they've had other offers, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had other teams interested and they were just like i don't know if that's the move for me right now because when you have we that much experience, yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to hear them talk to be asked that when yeah. they speak i mean dominic and sue uh was a late signing obviously he played mm -hmm. well limball joseph so i don't i guess i'm saying i don't think the fact that they're late signings to me doesn't mean they're bad no yeah. look i like miles jack i've always i like yeah. him coming out of ucla i wanted i know he had the knee thing he up he's been healthy round. which is crazy i wanted the eagles to take him like i yeah. was like i freaking love this guy this guy's a playmaker yeah. and i liked him in jacksonville i think miles jack's a good football player and he's been good yeah I mean, cunningham not like, you know, less so i think cunningham's fine Big dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, played a lot for Houston. It's fine. Um, but I think Miles Jack's a really good football player, and I'm 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 happy they brought him in. They had a need there. Yeah. You know? So I, again, I do like in this whole conversation about the sloppy play and all that, like I really do 
come back to this team is so freaking talented. Like, yeah. and, and, and there's just another example of just adding a dude where you, you saw a hole and it's like, this guy is, has made plays in the NFL, many mm. plays in the NFL. Another guy who has, a, has made plays in the NFL. I just, I feel so confident in this roster right now. And obviously there's other pieces to that, but with the leadership, with the guys at the top, like that, I just, I mean, I think how he saw the, the weakness well, Peter of the team King, and went out and made, I mean, made moves. Peter King was in practice last week and he wrote in his thing and he tours all the rosters, he or all the camps. He said he thinks they have the best roster in the NFL. Like, you know, this is the interesting thing. We spent so many years of doing this pod where like after 17 and then it was 18, 19, 20, 21. Like those were not years where we were doing the pod and it was like, oh yeah, they're just really, really good. You figure 18 was coming off Super Bowl, but that was immediately an ugly right. year. 19 coming off 18, not great. 2020 was a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. A lot of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, 2021, not it was an encouraging season, but again, we almost did the like, I was wrong pod. Yep. So it's been a while since we've been able to talk about a team where we, we know they're good, but there's still issues. You know, like in the way where, yes, they are sloppy, but that doesn't mean I'm getting on this pod and saying like, Red flag, yeah. like the team's not good. You're just saying what you're saying. Yeah, they're they're it's been sloppy. And I think Sirianni feels that way too. I, I, really I think it's don't. clear. Again, yeah. I think he's felt it from that and I think he needs to. Again, it they did go to the Super Bowl. Like they do have like the potential. We all know the potential for to your point, a slow start or mm -hmm. for a a you know down season as a result of going yeah. back. I don't expect that, but I think that it's smarter, Nick, to be on top of that, to be aware of that, to be yeah. ready for that. You know, and well, it's a little kind of like how we talked about the Super Bowl thing, how you either want to like embrace it or ignore it. And it's a little different because that's emotional versus this is like physical mistakes. But I respect the fact that they're realizing it's sloppy and they're like, all right, we need to alter this maybe and and go like fix it, like go work on it. So I do think they'll get it fixed. I, my worry is you can feel really good and feel like you have it fixed before week one. It's like training for something. Literally, it's training camp or like a fight. Like everyone has a plan until the first time you get hit and then like, the staff doesn't have experience doing this together. And they're in this situation. You can think of all the situations in the world. A football game presents a billion different situations. So that that is a concern, I guess, the, a main concern I have. Coming off of specifically practice number nine. But also, we haven't recorded, you know, since Sunday. So these last few practices have been sloppier. Yeah, and the open practice, like, that's the, of all the practices, the one I, I care about the least. You know, it's like a show more than a practice in a way. Yeah. You know, they have 50,000 fans there. So, like... I don't really take anything away from that. You know, last year we saw the Cam Jurgens, Jordan Davis, that thing. Remember? Yeah, it was individual. But and yeah, that yeah, was, yes. Right, but that yeah. was like the, oh my God. Well, there's and nothing like a clip of a rookie. Maybe this will be Nolan Smith. Yeah. But like you see something and you're like, oh, yeah, here we yeah, go. Here we go. Double digits. And, and then it did. It, yeah. So like, I just, I don't, I don't do too much about the open. But again, today, like, yeah. and just the overall idea of them being sloppy. Because I do think like, I don't want to, by almost being like, I'm not flipping about it, but almost like saying like, all right, I'm not too concerned about it. I don't want to make it seem like I don't care about them being tight and crisp. Right. I think it's one of the hallmarks of great teams. I think it's what we saw last year. Mm. I think it's what we saw in 2017 with the Eagles. It's a team that as soon as the whistle blows, that team is ready to play football and they're not going to make mistakes. They're not going to let you beat. They're not going to beat themselves. Yeah. Like that type of stuff. And I think that's a team we saw last year. And I think that's what we saw in 2017. And that's the hallmark of great teams. So I, I don't want to, um, you know, kind of downplay the concern that people might have from the sloppiness. I'm just not there. So you know I mean, I think last if year, it's a season, if it's the first month of the season, they look like that. I'll still expect them to get it fixed. Yeah. I think they'll yeah. be a lot more concerned about their prospects. Well, I also think last year they had such a large margin fair in these games, you know, like remember the Titans game. I'm almost positive. It was Titans. They had like three straight penalties to start the game. They're backed up. It's ugly. They win the game like 35 to seven. 
you know, so they had last year, really until the Super Bowl, and, and to a certain extent, sloppy play on both sides of the ball really is why they lost that game. But up until the Super Bowl, they were up so big that these penalty numbers at the end of games, like, they didn't matter. There weren't a ton of, like, fourth quarter, super close, that penalty killed them. And so I do think we both expect this year the margin for error to be to be tighter just because they're playing better teams. It's tough to blow everybody out two years in a row. So that's why I think that Nick is is harping on it specifically. I go back to day one, I think, at camp it was. when Maybe it was day one or day two. He yells at him like, this is how you lose to bad teams. You know, like, and this and year they're not right. playing yeah. bad teams. Yeah, so when you're up 14, 21 points, like, these things don't stand out as much. And so that's the concern this year. I do think with the schedule, I think people are really too worked up over it, you know? Yeah, I think there's probably truth to that. Of course, every year, teams that we think are going to be good are, and look, that could be the Eagles, who knows? I'm yeah. not, I really don't expect it, but like, there's going to be a team that we think is going to be really good that's not going to be nearly as good as we expect, and also, like, they get some of their toughest games at home, like, really, the only super tough one on the road is Kansas City. The rest of the yeah. really tough games are at home. And the Eagles are freaking awesome. And again, like the quarterbacks too. We look at the teams on the schedule, but it's like when you look at the quarterbacks, it's really just like Mahomes, Allen, and, and Rodgers, right? Like, yeah, and like Geno. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm saying in terms of the only quarterbacks who you could even argue, and we wouldn't other than Mahomes, but you could even argue are on Jalen Hurts' level or better than Jalen Hurts that they play this year yeah. are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Aaron Rodgers. And that's it. Yeah, and so there's I not do, many in the whole league. So. Right, <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. do think, and look, you know, I mean, uh, uh, the, people have listened to this show at least the Shout out, auto-downloaders, real auto-download the pod. It really helps us out. Yes. Uh, real ones, you know, leave reviews, all that stuff, especially with football season coming. It really helps people find the pod, make this community bigger. We love it. Um, but anyone who's listened for a long time or even, even the last year or so knows that Elliot Shore Parks' view of football is quarterback and coach. Yes. And everything else after that, like the Eagles are going to have the advantage in that in pretty much almost every game they play. Yeah, and if they went against all 31 other teams, there's probably only one team it's where you Patrick would go. It's Patrick and Andy. Because I, I, yeah. think, I think Nick's a better coach than Sean McDermott. Dude, and I think he's I'm a better coach you. than Zach Taylor. No doubt. So, um, no doubt. And I think Jalen's a better quarterback than them. Like, yeah. you know, no so brainer. So large picture, though, I would say, too. Like, because I'm... Shout out to all the real ones and all downloaders. A lot of them at practice. We can see all our people oh, are getting I love access. That. Yeah. Love that. And one thing you hear a lot is like the schedule, the NFC's week. And I think there's both truth to that. But I think what you just said is also like, like the schedule, we don't know what the schedule is going to be. You don't, right? And also, this is why I don't, I don't put a ton of stock into the NFC's week because we don't know. Like the Lions could end up being exactly. So ultimately, I think the biggest thing to rest on with the Eagles is they have the best roster in the NFC. They have the best head coach quarterback duo. And we know they're really good. So they, they're going to have margin fair against anybody they play. I just, the, when I when I predict their season, yes, part of it will be the NFC. Part of it will be the schedule. For the most part, when I decide what I think the season's going to be, it's going to be because of them. I'm not really going to put a ton of stock into the other teams. All right, speaking of the schedule, coming up in a minute, a big announcement coming from this podcast. Yes. And uh, also, I want to hear about everyone else at practice. Download the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. I just keep saying what I always say. What are we doing here? Yeah. Football season is about, Elliot just said it, we are a month and three days away. Or a month, excuse me, and two days away. I mean, the, well, you know, we're also only like three days away from the first Eagles game. That's true. Uh, so much to bet on. 
Yes. And, and pro football futures, we're going to talk a little bit tomorrow, Pod, uh, about another uh, division or two with the, the opportunities to make some money there. But there's so much fun stuff to bet on, on division leaders, uh, on conference winners, on who's going to win it all, on who's going to win MVP, on who's going to have certain rushing yards and this and that. Like, there's so many, all kinds of fun player over-unders, all kinds of awesome stuff to bet on with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. More than anything, obviously, there's baseball going on. There's soccer. There's all kinds of stuff that you can bet on. But more than anything, like... We are a month away from Elliot and I every week picking every freaking game and making our parlay. Yes. The Go Birds parlay that we love that is such a part of what we do. Like, you got to be a part of it. You got to have the app. You gotta Don't feel left out. Don't feel left out. I also, like, I have this little graphic I made that I'm excited to tweet out. It's pretty cool. It's oh, I can't. What a tease. I, yeah. So a tease. Follow me on all my social I mean, media parks. platforms. We love parks. Yes, exactly. Park. On, on every, that's what I'm it's doing. It's literally every, my name. Every level. Yes. Exactly right. So download the app. Have a little fun with us. And more than anything, we're watching these games anyway. It's way more fun to have action on it. It's just a fact. And here's a great deal. All new users, if you bet $10, you get $125 in sportsbook bonus. If your first bet is a winner, betparks.com is all the terms and conditions. New users are winning bets only. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details. You must be 21. New Jersey, Ohio, or Pennsylvania, of course. Gambling problem. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So, you know how I said at the beginning of the pod, I have been annoyed with the fact that I couldn't find my key card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I remember. That's not the only thing getting me hot under the collar. Look at you. High temperatures, man. You're damn right. High buddy. temperatures are getting me hot under the collar. And if you think that's bad, just wait till Kristen sees the energy bill. I'll never see it. <laughs> but she'll see the energy bill. What's and an I, energy bill? Yeah. It's a good point. What's a, what's a bill? Yeah. <laughs> My wife knows all about it. Exactly. She's yes. very interested in ways to make them less. That's it's funny. Sure. There's times where I'll be like, man, I did the dishes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Kristen literally manages all Everything. of our financial. Yeah. Everything. So I have, Again, I have no like, I, I could not come within... I don't even, I, like, I, I, whatever number you want to pick of how much money is in my, like, I have no idea. <laughs> wow, what, be, what a flex. Tell me you work for the morning show thousand. without telling me. You know, I have um, no idea. So anyway, what's a way to get uh, great energy bills and to make sure you're saving money? The solution, I recommend my friends, of course, at Window Nation, new energy efficient windows. Your home stays comfortable and cool. Your AC will avoid any premature breakdown and you will save on those high energy bills. Not to mention the incredible saving Window Nation is offering right now. You get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung sliders, 50% off. Plus, zero down and make zero payments with 0% interest for 24 months. So maintain your chill, lower your bill, 
and fill your home with new Window Nation windows. Go to the company that has installed nearly 2 million windows with 96% needing no follow-up service. They do it right the first time. That's a huge relief. Get 50% off all style windows and put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two full years. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION, windownation.com, and tell them Go Bird sent you. Damn right. A uh, couple quick thoughts before you get back to the Eagles on, excited to hear on those reads. Yeah. Right? First of all, fun to be in the studio and Tucker and I can look at each other and stuff. And stuff I and saw stuff. some eye contact. Happening. Okay. So what I love is that people can see. So when Elliot does the reads, normal, just talking, but right. like when you get for emphasis, you do this little like, or like you do a little like, yeah, finger. well, it's the actor. <laughs> I just love it because the it's bravado. like, it's not like you're talking with your hands all the time like this, right? Right. right. But it's like when you really want to emphasize a point, you'll do like a little like, boom. Well, I, just, I dig it. I think, so, it's, I think it's, I think it's fun. Little behind the scenes baseball inside, in the dugout, whatever. Inside baseball. Um, like, inside. so, so obviously, like, you know, that um, when we're on the radio, they'll, we'll have reads. So, like, yes. right. And on Go Birds, I like to be really like casual about it. And we just talk about how it impacts, oh, whatever. Window Nation does such a good job writing them. I just sometimes I'm like I'm just gonna read it, read it because I yeah I can't do it better. Yeah, there's a little innuendo. Oh, I do. I, mean, I, I will say like they're right. Like that's what I'm saying. Whoever did this, like, sweat, like that's like clever. I wonder if this together. person has like an English degree and now they're in this field. Uh, like the be. way that yeah, so could it's very be. impressive. Almost as impressive as their windows. Almost, but not nothing, quite. Nothing is. Nothing All right. Is. Um, big announcement coming up in a few. Uh, Are we well, doing that? Should we? Yeah. You're the one who said we had to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like God, we've been waiting to do. Do you want to do it today? Should we do it tomorrow? Should we tease it for tomorrow? Well, I, yeah, I think we should tease it again. Okay. Yeah. We are teasing it again. But I will say, I have people reaching out like... So that's what I'm trying to do That's it. what I mean. But I think... Okay. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow's pod. Yes. Yeah. We will be on. Oh, we'll be, we'll be able to look at the chat tomorrow because we won't be in the beautiful studio. We'll be doing it from home on right. StreamYard. So that way, people get in the chat tomorrow. If you want to be there, find out first. You can react. We'll right. talk to you about it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we Big are. Big announcement. We'll announce where we're going. What game we're going. To. The Go Birds official God, game. God, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, I can't it's wait. It's going to be awesome. And let me just tell you, I'm ready. Oh. I just want to say I'm ready. Uh, yes. I'm, ready. I'm excited for you to, to A, the trip is perfect for you. Yes. There's a little teaser. Yes. A, we don't get to go on many trips together. So I know. Be a ton we, of fun. Yeah, we, we did it like once when we barely knew each other right. in Tennessee. Yeah. 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 Silly wasted that trip. Yeah. I. May or may not have got kicked out of a Yeah, party. not in an aggressive way. <laughs> no, in like yeah. a, in a, the guy thought I was... Probably time for James to go. inebriated. Yes, with, but, with, with my pregnant wife following yeah, us Yeah, she was a trooper, carrying was, all the stuff in yeah, her bag. Seven she was, months pregnant, just yeah. like hanging out with us. Yeah, was um, As Elliot and I are like doing like whiskey tastings Oh my and God, stuff. yeah. Ugh. But, <laughs> I mean, delicious, but... Uh, <laughs> no. But yeah. if there's anyone that deserves to let their hair down a little bit, it's you. Thanks, so buddy. it'll be good to you three days. I'm really excited. Waking up at... I know. It's super early in the morning. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Exactly. So tomorrow's pod, tune in. The big announcement of what the Go Birds awaiting yes. will be this year. All right. Uh, shout out to fans of Philly. Uh, They're awesome. All yeah. right. Um, what else today? Like, what else? We kind of type of anything. Like, um, who stood out to you? Let's get to the Jalen report from today. Yeah. All that type of stuff. So Jalen, seven of thirteen, uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, one thing I would like to comment on, and maybe this is on me. There's been a lot of like Cowboys fans in my mentions using my stats to sh to show that Jalen's not throwing a lot of touchdowns, and that is a discussion to be had. Like, but I should probably provide better context. If they're running the ball from the thirty or like that's where the ball is being snapped from, the chances of a touchdown there are extremely slim. Touchdowns in training camps really only come in red zone. If you look at Jalen's first seven practices through last year, he has the same number of touchdowns. So I don't think it's a concern yet. Like the touchdown number. 
is low. Yeah, so. we also know last year you set a number, you didn't hit of it. Of 30, didn't yeah, he's still on the MVP, so yeah. it's all good. I mean, he did get um, close to it. What I will yeah. say that is, like, freaking hilarious is that Cowboys fans would have the gall right now yeah. to come to you about Jalen not throwing enough t- touchdowns when, like, all I see every day is interceptions from Dak Prescott. It's like, oh, can't wait to see what picks he threw today. Like, it's like every day it's like more interceptions from Dak, more, two yeah. more. Trayvon Diggs had two today. Like, like really? Yeah. Like, okay, Dallas, have fun with that. Well, I like, think they're cool. like, what it is is they're trying to be like, look, Jalen is struggling too. Like, that's like the, I mean, he's not I mean, to that, be clear. I know, but, that but is, I think that that's is, the... That's Honestly, I would say it's sad if I had any empathy for Cowboys fans at all, but I Which don't. You don't. So it's you just never have. It's just freaking loser. And my guess it. is you never will. That sucks. I don't yeah. know what to say. You, you know? have said it once or twice. Yes. So, so Jalen, here's the tough I thing. I want it on my freaking tombstone. All right? <laughs> Dallas, here like, James yeah. Seltz. You're like, yeah, James, whatever. James Seltz. I don't even care about beloved father, husband, whatever. They know. Zoe right. knows they know, baby. yeah. Yeah, I want Go Birds, Dallas Seltz. There it is. Carve on my freaking tombstone. Can you put whatever you want on your tombstone? Sure, of course. I would guess, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, I, I mean, assuming you let someone know before you die. Yeah, yeah well, obviously, after hard to, hard little, to make that happen after. Tough. But yeah, you're. Too, I think. You can, I mean, I assume you can say. I would guess there's probably want. some like. Yeah, I don't think you can say like <laughs> yeah. you know something super something graphic racist or, or, yeah, or this exactly, or yeah. they're like you know horrible to a segment of people or whatever. Right. Yeah, I don't think you could do that. But when it comes to Dallas, then we're good. Yeah, with, I, yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. I mean, because everyone knows that. Yeah. I mean, that's not like a, they probably have this tombstone. It's not like pre-made. slander or anything. It's just a factual statement. Like, that's a good point. You can get in trouble for saying facts. It's a good point. Yeah. That is a rule. Yeah. Um, so Jalen. So Jalen, seven to thirteen, no touchdowns, no interceptions. The tough thing with grading Jalen is the offense does not look good the last two days. I just don't really think it's on Jalen. If that makes sense, like it doesn't look to me like there's wide open throws that he's missing. There's been one or two where I'm like, he probably should have made that throw. It doesn't look to me like he's making poor decisions. It doesn't look to me like the pre-snap things are on him, but overall the offense is not really functioning at a very high level. Um, they're running it a ton more, which I have a running back thought for you in a second, Ooh. but overall, I think, you know, we did the pod where I said Jalen was setting the gold standard for training camp. He's probably cooled off a little since then. <laughs> he has. Now, we'll, it's all right. I don't want him to set the yeah, gold Yeah, the joint practices are coming up. slightly below your expectations. Yes. And then we're in for an MVP here. Yes. Um, but overall, yeah, Jalen, I gave him a C- today. I do think ultimately he has to get dinged somewhat for the offense not playing well. But I don't think it's really, like, his fault. Overall, I still think he looks great throwing the ball. Even with some misses, even with all that, he's looked really good throwing it. Uh, just one or two misses per day that he wasn't at the beginning of camp that I would think he would make. Okay. Yeah. Love it. All right. Uh, running back thing real quick. Yeah, running back thing. So Nick Sirianni, I'll take him at his word, said don't read into how they're using the running backs. I And I still think DeAndre Swift is number one. But I think it's a little interesting that one argument you can make for Penny not getting a lot of work with the first team offense is they don't want to use his body. It's yeah. Right. Makes sense. Penny has more touches. I didn't do today yet, so it could have changed, but I don't think it will. Penny has more touches than any running back in camp. Well, you know, all right, so you know, I mean, you know where I've been. I've been all in on Rashad. You Penny. are all in. I, I think if he stays out, he's the best running back on the yeah. team flat out. Like, I think the dude's awesome. That is interesting. And I will say to camera on the air today said um, that he talked to someone, and I can't remember his exact phrasing, but he's like, someone who would know. Right. Like, he's like someone who's in involved yes. in the NFL and who's someone who's like, I trust completely is what he said. And he said that that person told him that DeAndre Swift 
really struggles with the hit in the hole and that he is big on kind of, you know, so do you, taking DeAndre out kind Swift. of the Ma- Miles Sanders. I'm saying with DeAndre okay, Swift. Okay, cool. I didn't know if you... Okay. No, no. we were DeAndre talking about Swift. Penny. Right. No, no, no. I'm saying it's an anti-Swift. Oh, okay. All right. To your point, I'm saying that he said that, you know, and with this offense, with the riding design and all that, like, we saw Miles do it. Like, and that was part of Miles was got much better at it. It wasn't like a... Uh, obviously, he had a great year last year. But, like... If Swift is hesitant to hit that hole when he needs to in that, like that's the kind of thing that could get him off the field more often because you yeah. need to be able to hit that with that offense the way they run it. It's like imperative. Yep. I No, I agree. And I think that's why you saw Swift maybe lose touches in his role throughout the year in Detroit. But the other interesting part of the Penny thing is, so the most touches of anybody in camp, again, not after, this is after day eight, not after day nine, most touches. He has the second fewest carries with the first team offense and the second most carries with the third team offense. Hmm. It's just weird. I, I, and I'm not this, this isn't like, I think they're going to cut him They're The way they're using the running backs is just weird. There's the only way I can say it. Like Trey Sermon gets a ton, ton of work with the first team offense. Kenny Gainwell in practice gets a ton of work with the first team offense. Like it doesn't look like they're emphasizing Swift or Penny. And so then it's easy to go, all right, well, it's because they're saving their bodies, but then they're getting a ton of touches with the third team, yeah. which is just weird to me. Maybe they don't know the offense fully yet, and that's say, part of it. I was it could just be that but they're But, like, tra- dude, the, the, the season's in a month. Soon, I mean, you yeah. know, you're not, and you weren't signed yesterday. running back. Like, exactly. Like, it's literally the most easy position on the offense yeah. to know the offense. Now, Penny has had a few runs in the last few days where I think he's, like, it's popped. There's not You been- could see it. That was the thing that I always liked about Penny is, like, he does have that like whoa yes. here, which like not everyone does. Yes, and so like that there hasn't been many plays from the like last year. Those mouth with Miles Sanders, there was a lot of plays where it was okay. Like that's an impressive play. You were yeah you, you and you were right. Yeah, like, he Miles had a big year. Awesome last year. I don't think there's been a lot of those plays from the running backs. There's been that catch by Swift, but outside of that, there hasn't really. I. The only constant is they never give Kennedy Brooks touches with anything but the third team offense. Okay. Other so than Kennedy, that, so don't worry about Kennedy. Kennedy Brooks. not gonna make the team. But other than that, they truly are using these guys yeah. in a way where. Well, and it's we don't think they're gonna keep five, but like it's like they're using them all. I I will say it is um, it's really fascinating. I I do think that, I do think that part of it could be that that those guys know the offense well, and especially if they're if they're playing sloppy, you know, get someone who's gonna make sure they. Mm-hmm. But it is concerning that those guys, if they're not. It's just weird. Not That's the best. The honestly, quickly. it's the best word I can describe it. The way they're using the running backs is weird. And look, I don't I, know if he's like, if Nick's like personally messing with me because of my training camp be. stats, but like it is like, be, I don't think that. I don't think hilarious. that's it, but very... it would be hilarious. I just like, it's impossible to get a read on. Well, and one thing I will say that I do think that, and I was thinking about this yesterday and, and Miles comes up, I think that because of how bad Miles was in the Super Bowl and the playoffs, but particularly Super Bowl, now Game Bowl got those, those carries and all that, like, we kind of were like, oh, we're definitely going to be better running back this year. Like, we got Swift and Penny. And look, I love Penny. Yeah. I think he's better than Miles Sanders, but I don't know if he's going to stay on the field. I don't think DeAndre Swift's a better running back than Miles no. Sanders. I think he's a better receiver. Like, I think and Miles certainly like, had some flaws as well. He but, did. Yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, prior to the playoffs last year, like, Miles Sanders was really freaking Agreed. good. He had a great year. He got year. the most guaranteed money of any running he back. He got a great season. year for the Eagles last yeah. year. So, like, I do think that that's one area where everyone's like, oh, we're going to be so much better at running back this, this year. Like, I don't know that we are. Like, I don't know that, yeah, that those I guys agree. are Miles this, Sanders. This is why I was Team Bijan. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with how they um, did it. I'm just saying I don't think it's a lock, you know? A few more quick little things before we get into uh, the importance of Well, and thoughts. also, we got to talk about the list. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. And we did it a little bit, obviously, on, the, on radio, the radio, but I think you deserve a pod. Thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone knows what I'm going to say. I know. I know. Let's yeah. Just... So, I, I think I've been definitely wrong about two things so far in training camp. One... 
The Devontae Smith number six looked good in Kelly Green. Damn, I was wrong about damn that. Damn right. I was does. wrong. Yeah. I've seen people wearing it at practice. Yep. I've, it, yeah, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. It looks great. Keely Ringo's not going to be a healthy scratch all year. Like, I, like he's not going to do the shady IR thing. That he's going to play. You think? He's already with the second team. Like, wow. he is moving his way up. And Which he's I been thought. good. I mean, it's a fourth round pick. Yeah. Right? And well, and like, my, my take on that was never. I was down on Keeley. It was, I didn't think that they thought he'd depth, be ready. It was a depth yeah, thing. And yeah. Josh Job still looks really good. Eli Ricks has started to make some plays. Like, But I think Keeley is having one of the, in terms of just moving from lower to up, like Keeley's having a really good game. Love that. Love yeah. that. I mean, it's great to hear. Yeah. Again, I'm high on I'm trying to think if future. there's other like little roster things. Don't worry about it. Let's get yeah, to the top not really. It's yeah. way more interesting. Yeah. I totally forgot about it because we did the show. Exactly, together. yeah. So The floor is yours. The floor is mine. Look, here's what I'll say. I absolutely 100% still feel how I've felt in the past. Right. Argue. I think the top 100 players list is the earmuffs, one, two, three, the dumbest fucking list in all of lists. I think it is so freaking stupid. I mean, Kirk Cousins, number 42 on the list. Like, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was the 14th quarterback. Like, really? Or whatever it was? Oh, well, see, that's funny. Yes! Like, if we, Kirk Cousins is at it. Like, all these freaking people are nowhere yeah. in the, the, the guy's hemisphere. Like, I just, I think it's so dumb. Like, I, I think these guys, they don't watch every player every game. Like, they watch tape. They watch for their position. Mm. They're watching specific guys. Like, I just think that they are not nearly as well-versed in the, I know that they play these guys, but I don't think they know the league as well. I think yeah. they're, like, talking about either friends or it's, like, guys who are hyped up or whatever. Like, look, obviously, they got one thing right. <laughs> there it is. Jalen at number three. <laughs> there it is. You nailed yeah. it. They like, don't know what they're talking well about. Well done. But they nailed well this done. one. Yeah. Well done with that one specific thing. And I think everything else is, is asinine. Yeah. It's well, stupid. It is so funny. And this is how, like, rent-free the pod lives in my head. Like, the second I saw it, the first thing I thought was, like, ooh, James. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, you. Yeah. I will say, great great bit by everyone involved in the nfl to to make, make jail number three to make especially just to make the list that i hate the most and if every year we fight about i'm like it's the dumbest like i yeah. i give it zero i give it zero credence <laughs> i hate it i think it's so stupid i think it's a total joke of course yeah. oh also like Jalen's not getting enough respect yeah, the and he gets one freaking list so i do really like the list we I don't have to do this whole debate we're not gonna but, do yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if you want to hear us argue go back to last year yeah. this time we argue about yes it. for and, like and multiple Elliot pods it's a yeah. great list i think it's a horrible yes. list that is where we're but at. my last thought before because we did do this uh you know in the other pod yesterday or mm -hmm. whatever like, it is really cool for Jalen. Like, whatever you think of the list, like, I, if I was a player, I would want to be on this list the highest. Because so it is your I peers. Get that. No, it no, is no, your no, peers. no, no, no. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, if I'm a player, I, I don't care about the other list at all. Like, I care yeah. about the players one because that's, like, your peers. That's the guys yep. you play with. Whatever. I just think, personally, I think that yeah. it's a And I do think list. with Jalen specifically, look, Jalen has always been someone that people are drawn to. I don't think Jalen's ever, like, you know, walked into a room and felt like I'm not popular, right? So... But I do think Jalen, a lot in his career, has been told he's not good enough. Yeah, no you doubt. Know? So I think, like, for him to be voted number three, ironically the same as Carson. Which I is, know. You know. Whatever. Which is. I know, but whatever. But um, it just, it's got to be a really cool feeling for Jalen. Just to be like, I was voted the second best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, think about a year ago, he wasn't even on it, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Oh, of course he wasn't. He wasn't. He was, uh, like, uh, 25th on Chris Simmons. Yeah, exactly. Ago, right. So know? to go from not on it to three to go from fighting for your job to trying to trade for Russell Wilson to getting $250 million. Like, everything's coming up, Jalen. a good year for Jalen. One more little cool Jalen thing. Um, shout out to Zach Berman of The Athletic. He wrote a cool story about 
Sounds Jaylen. like a Zach Berman thing. Not oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> trust me. This is a very Zach. Yeah. I love Zach. Yeah. Zach, he's Zach, all, well, this is what he's good at. Zach Berman went to high school with my brother. Oh, right. Like, I forgot same that. Same class, same everything. Yeah. Look at your high school. Just... I mean, not mine. That's well, true. It. Your brother's. Well, yeah. He's a star. He went, yeah. He went to a fancier school than I did. Wow. Yeah. Well, you've, you lived a rugged life. <laughs> yeah. um, but he wrote a story about how Jalen like, went to a cheese a cheesesteak, or it's a shop that is owned by, I believe, sisters. Uh, and they don't even, they, they sell cheesesteaks, but that's not what they're known for. He went there. He loved his experience. And since then he's like shouted him out a bunch. He always goes there. He orders food from just a cool story of like, and now it's not behind the scenes, obviously, cause Zach wrote the story, but for the last year he's been doing it without us knowing this. Jalen is just like, he just seems like he has a great, like a good heart. And of I think course, that, that yeah. like we talk so much about his motivation and his leadership and he all seems that. He's like a good human being. Exactly. Like, like a I, real, like, yes. Well, that's the thing that like, and we don't know him super well, well, but you know, it just, you get the sense that he's, he like, he does, he has his moral compass is pointing the right way. Clearly, and I think that story showed this. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so many examples of that. The all female, you know, team, well, that's all another the, part of this. Mother, yeah. all that stuff. But I, I think with Jalen and it's something that's unique to him, um, is that he like when Bryce Harper got here, right? And I loved it. All right? Right. A lot of people were like, "All right, guy, like you're 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 saying what you think we want to hear." Right. I don't know if it's real, and it turns out it is. Like I thought it was the whole time. With Jalen, there was never any of that. Like people were just like, "Yeah, this is who this dude is." Like that, yeah. Because he because it is authentic and it feels genuine, even though he's saying that. Like sometimes the most cliche things you'll ever hear. You know, some of these like colloquialisms or whatever that he has are like. You know, normally I'd be like, all right, dude. Right, right. Like, what? With him, I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so right. You know, because it's real and yeah. genuine. I think it extends to him as a person. I think I think he just is, he comes off as such a genuinely good human being and, and caring and thoughtful and all those type of things that I, I think it's, you know, it, it, yeah. part of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Sometimes I think we like throw so much praise on Jalen that I naturally go a little bit like, all right, everybody calm down. Like, he's just, you know, blah, blah. But for fans, like it is awesome to have a guy. Oh my God, the, the problem me? is there's too much praise. Well, dude, how many? Yeah, I know. How many times? I mean, I've said this a million times. Like I talk about this all the time. It's why 2017 is like it's special ever. But like it's one of the reasons that for me it was most special. Is like you don't always get to root for the best people, man. Like well, yeah. we root for the Philadelphia Eagles, and if you're in Kelly Green, if you're in Midnight Green, whatever, like you're my team. You're my guy, and I'm gonna root for the team. But like. There have been a lot of guys who've been like, I don't like him. I don't want to root for him. We got one on the Sixers right now. Like, I don't like rooting for James Harden. I just mm. don't. Like, I don't like it. But, like, he's on my team and I root for my team. Like, it is really cool when you get these guys, especially the guy in the most prominent position yeah. in the city. In the, yeah, the whole city, yeah. To, like, for, to feel, like, proud of him. To yeah. feel proud that I get to root for him. That, like, he's my guy. Yeah, dude. Like well, that is that really matters to me. And the other cool part is, think about the last time the Eagles went to a training camp without any question about the quarterback. Oh, I know it's been it's since, McNabb because you well, to a twenty seventeen Carson, but twenty seventeen, like you knew he was the guy, but you didn't know if he. I mean, you figured, oh, you're just talking about how good he's going right, to. Like, I thought but, you meant like upheaval at the position. No, no, yeah, you're know, right. Yeah, twenty seventeen, yeah. he was the guy. He was, the but guy. I'm saying we didn't know like Carson looked good in twenty sixteen. You felt right. confident about it. I felt but, confident, but not like he's a superstar. Right, yeah. like. You know, since McNabb, like, there's been training camps with Kevin Cobb, with Vic, with Foles, with Bradford. Like, and I think we felt good about those guys in moments and stuff. Like, Foles after, you know, uh, after 13 yeah. going into, we were like, all right, this is our guy. He had a really good year last right. year. Like, I'm excited. You know, like, I think we had stuff like that, but you're right. It was never it's been like, a long time. It's been a long time yeah. since it was like a full on, like, this guy's a star and I'm super excited he's our quarterback. Man. 
Yeah, it makes the training camp stats still fun, but a little more like takes a little it'll, it'll, it'll come back around. Don't yeah, worry. Someday. Yeah. Right? Someday, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully far, far away. Hopefully we don't see that day in a long time. Yes. Um, all right. Uh final thoughts. Do you want me to go first since you got your banger one? Sure, good. Okay. Uh let me look real quick. Um quick one uh from Zoe. This is not but uh when I, Brandon Marsh Brandon Marsh got hurt the other day. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're we're watching the game in bed, like all three of us right. and Zoe's hanging in our room. And I'm like, oh no! I'm like, Brandon Marsh got hurt. And Zoe goes, "Does he want me to kiss it and make it feel better?" And it was just like the what a kind heart, sweetest thing. Her and Jalen, moral compass. In yes, the right way. that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's a final thought. I've been holding for a little while, and it, it drives me crazy because you know we'll sometimes do the like, um, like TV movie stuff where it's yeah. like, oh, why don't they run? You know, or yeah. whatever. This is another one of me. Like, why is it that? And look, maybe hitting someone with the butt of a gun is something that knocks you out immediately every time. Why does someone get knocked out every time? It's like, hit him with the butt of a gun. Oh, he's out. He's knocked out. We're good. That person's out for, for an hour. It's like, there's well, no way. There's no way that every time you hit with the butt of a gun, it knocks you out. Like, I don't believe that. So I agree with your premise. I think it's funny in movies where someone like hits somebody and then that person just knocked out. Down. That's and, it. But I feel like if they hit the, the butt of the gun is the automatic. Like it'll happen every time. If you hit them with the butt of the gun, they're knocked out. See, and just in general, I agree. The idea of the one punch knockout. Is yeah, like, they oh, just lay out. there, right? And then he's done. Yeah. It's so foolish. But I do think if I got hit with the butt of a gun, there's a 0% chance I wouldn't get knocked out. Dude, you not. I don't know, man. Like, a huge piece of metal, like right, like I don't think I'm not a lot. I think well, it might knock some people out in certain, but I just don't think like it's like it's like almost like a all right, this I'm knocking you out now. Like it's always like all right, time for you to get knocked out. Boom, yeah. knocked out. Like well, it's just come on. I agree with your premise. I just think getting hit with a barrel of a gun probably hurts a lot more than sure you're making it out. No, I'm not yeah. saying it doesn't hurt. I'm saying instant knockout. Like in the what movies, do you think you with the bed of a gun, you are auto, like you're knocked out. That's it. There's no other. You know, like me, I'm just saying, like maybe it takes twice. Right. Like my boy's like maybe it's like boom. Oh, not knocked out yet. Boom, got him. We think. Like I just think this idea that you hit once every time it's like out is 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 dumb. We think would hurt more, barrel of a gun or a bat. A bat. I think so too. Yeah. Getting it with a bat in the head would I mean, be a bat like, is like a full. Swing, I think it would be you know? one of you know short of being shot and dying, which would obviously hurt at least you know. It would but be like, a tough one. Yeah, it'd be a tough one. Like getting hit with a bat, I think would be pretty horrendous yeah i don't i don't think it'd be good no all right no, i don't want it so here's my final thought and here's it's not a thought it's a promise <laughs> mark my word roadies everyone listening you tucker everybody i am never ever going to a movie theater again you will never catch me in a movie theater we went and saw Barbie. I mean, this is a horrible thing. We went and like, saw Barbie. The, this might be your worst final okay. thought. No, it's not because you've had worse, but this is a bad one. What a horrendous experience movies are. What, in what world is it better to go watch it with a group of people instead of at home by yourself? Yeah. We, we can talk about the money. Many worlds. And the, like comedies are better with groups of people. Horror movies are better I with groups of people. I completely disagree. Yeah, well, I think, I think an you experience. You laugh so much more when you're with groups of people and everyone's laughing. Like, it's just way more funny. See, I don't, though. I, I actually like, I, I like I watch comedies it. by myself. Like, I'm like, ah you know, a little yeah. chuckle. Sometimes I really laugh hard, but like, like you watching the movies, like everyone, like it's it's a communal experience. It's like, why, okay, why would you ever go watch a, a sporting event live? Well, why? But that's different. It's a because you're with a crowd. I don't think yes, I, I don't. Crowd movie I theater. don't view a movie as a communal experience. A commu <laughs> the experience why? is I'm I'm watching a movie. But like you're but all like there's people talking, the people playing with their Look, popcorn, I, people, like people, people using people their talking, phone. People like, talking is annoying. Also, like 
And and again, I'm not saying every movie theater experience is great, but I do think that movies are best seen in the theater. It's a big screen, it's surround sound, it's louder, it's a better experience, it's the way the movie was shot, right. like it's just better. So I agree with you, if I could sit in the movie theater by of myself. Yes. yes, there's nothing better than that. Right. But like, again, I look, I think there are certain movie theater experiences that can be annoying, but like, I fundamentally disagree. So again, like, I get your point. I, if it's not the actual screen and no, like I'm all saying that. The, I like, I'm fine with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's that's fine. Where it's part I, of going yeah. to a movie. Like the fact that there again, are, a horror movie is way better when everyone goes, <gasps> and like you're reacting. So, like, and like, I, like I fundamentally hate I know this. you love I movies. So much. I know you love movies, but like the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, I would love to see it. I'm not going to a theater. That was to see not. It. Like, I will wait until. Well, there's some, most movies. I'll wait till I get home. I don't. But go it's to the just so a silly lot, to like, think it's better in the movie. It's it, just like, better. But like, it's so silly to think in every other walk of life, like we're so about instant. Like, if you can get it the quickest that way, like Amazon delivers the day of the apples, like all it's these not things. Not a great thing. No, no. But it's not like that's an awesome thing that we're all about. We have to have it now. Well, we get it philosophically. Right now. Like, I yes. get your point. But I'm saying in terms of like consumer goods, it's. Like it's just crazy to me that we have. It's the, nice that you we have, have to get up and do something instead of just, just sitting on your couch and hitting a button and get it immediately. Yes, like, that that is like that. Like it's crazy to me that we aren't given that, that option. Up. If you want to put them in both, <laughs> go for it. If you like, you love the movie theater. You love that experience. Like it's like with sports. If you want to go back to that, some people love to go to the game. Right? I was at the Union game. It's a better experience for me. I get your overall point about it, but I what frustrates me about it is it's the only way to consume the product. You see what I'm for saying? For a certain period of yes, time, yes. no, that, it's not the only way forever. No, it's not only, forever. Right. So you just. But the wait exciting longer. thing is when the movie comes out, like everyone's talking right, about. But that's it, like, why people pay to go to the theater. That's why the economic model for movies is movie theaters are what matters. That's why they want uh, people to go uh, there. So right. if they put them at home, people aren't going to go to the movie theaters. They they're going to make less money. But, on but it. it sounds like you would still go to the movie theater. No, I wouldn't. Okay, I, it's so, the but, problem. It's because I'm so busy. Like it is like an effort to me. I would love to go to the movie theaters more. I can't because my schedule because my daughter because my whatever if they put it at home i would absolutely do that but the point is there are people who go to the movie theaters and if they have the option of watching it at home they're going to stay home and watch it instead of going into the movie theaters and that will cost the movies money but like, like think, do you understand like the think economic about you model though. all right for, for, forget about the economic model just forget about but, that but part you're asking it. why it doesn't happen it's because no, it's I, a business no no I, right but i'm first of all we're we just disagree on the money thing it's fine we won't agree on it i'm correct like, okay I, hold up hold up hold up forget disagree like use your brain you right. are very I, smart i get what you're saying very, because very they do person. it this way because they do it this so way you don't think it's, they're yes. like how can we make more well, money but things do change you don't think they're like how can we make more money but right i they get did that. it in the pandemic and they lost tons right, of money right. that was but, a problem but because they did movie it in the pandemic were and they were not, like this is a horrible business model but because movie theaters were not open i i regardless i look here's the point i'm making <laughs> but again they think about you, you can think know about what the difference you. is in money like you're just wrong about the money part of it just accept you're wrong we can argue that the belief of it but like you're wrong like but think about you actually think about you right you love movies you love the movie theater you yourself are saying there are movies you cannot see now because you're busy like right think of the movies you could watch now if you didn't have to wait for the theater elliot again do you think like you like you're acting like they they don't know the answer to this no but but i also think you are assuming they are they are making the best smart no dude they did it during the pandemic they put put in the pandemic yes yes and they made less money on those movies way less money i get more people might have watched them they made less money on those movies it is a factual thing but the problem with the pandemic example is both were not open 
That's the point I'm making about the Do pandemic. Do you understand the point that they can look at what they made in right. the pandemic? And that's a time when the, the point is if, they're, if both are not open, that means there's even more people are going to watch it at home. They make way less money with movies right. at home. Way, I, way, I, way, way, way less. Right. I'm just saying the movie theater experience is not for me. I will never go again. I think that's really I just, sad. I, I, I agree it's sad. I used to love going no, no, to the no, movies. No, 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 no. Sad for you. No, it's, for it movie, is sad for me. I agree. It is sad for you. I like, am sad sucks. about it. I was excited to see Barbie, and it was not a good experience. And it just I sucks to, to think. step out into the world, buddy. I go out in the world all the time. I'm just saying the movie theater thing, I'm over it. Strong disagree. I'm done. I, I, there will I, be I, no more Elliot in the movies. Well, it'll have to be a very, very... In fact, it'll never happen. But it'll have to be a very special occurrence for me to be in a movie theater. That sucks for you, buddy. I, I agree. This it's it's sad. Well, it's I a sad it's, final take. But <laughs> I agree. It but sucks. This is you choosing this. This is because because I don't enjoy the experience. I, I don't. And there there's a better way, and we're deciding not to. There's do There's not it. a better way. Not if you want to see a movie on the big screen. Not if you want to see it loud and see it in a in a room with people. Like, right. But that's not what I want. Right. I'm saying, clearly, yeah. but right, right. a lot of people want that. Is the point. And I think a lot of people would prefer to watch it at home. Again, people would pay. We're not doing this. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd like, We're not doing this. We're not doing. You're it. wrong about the money thing. Your opinion on not going to movie theaters is sad, but that's your opinion. Right. And that's fine. You're wrong. Like factually wrong about the money thing. Okay. I admit, I, I right. for you, I will say I'm wrong. <laughs> I know, but I can see your face. I don't think I know, I'm wrong, but that's okay. I know, I know, I know it's okay, know, and that yeah. drives me crazy. Like okay. sometimes you're just wrong. It's okay. I agree. I said I was wrong about Devonte Smith. I said I was <laughs> wrong about that. I was wrong about Keely Ringo. I have no problem admitting I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong about you this. Don't think but that's movie okay. Studios, if they thought they could make more money, VOD would do it. Like I, all they care about is money. I agree. I, but not people of power are not always making the best but decisions. They, they've tried it. You're acting like they haven't tried right, we're this. We're just going in a circle again. It drives me crazy. All right. I know it does, buddy. I, I can't believe we're still here. This was way too long. Well, um, I told you it was a good final thought. Uh, it was not a this good final movie. See, now, final thoughts with movies. Horrible final thoughts, final thoughts with movies really get you riled yeah, up. Yeah. Next time, say I'm going to get you riled up with a final thought, not I think it's a great final thought. Oh, I, it's I, a horrible, it. atrocious final thought. I'd be curious where the roadies fall on this. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. About whether you think that studios would make more money if they did. Just I'd be curious to, to hear the outcome. Yeah. It, you're an idiot. Well, Thank we'll you. see. Thank you. All we right. shall see. Tomorrow, big pod. We're going to announce the trip. Assuming Elliot doesn't make us. No, no. It's going to. I'll talk to you after the pod. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to announce it tomorrow. Uh, we will not fight about movies. Well, who knows? I don't think. I well, I'm never going to movie theater again, so we'll never have this debate again. Unless people come up to us about it. Sad. But You're making me sad. I Again, I am also sad about it. it. I hate this. I also hate it. <laughs> but it's the world I live in now. <laughs> until someone fixes it. Oh, buddy. All right. We're out of here. All right. This is fun. Good stuff. Until the end, which I hated. Well, <laughs> the, the truth hurts. I agree. <laughs> He's Adam James. 